0: Chapter 6, Two Spirit Knights, Two Greedy Merchants, and One Selfless Angel Contrary to everyone's expectations, Anastasia seemed to be striking a primitive blow. The atmosphere in the water Plumage pavilion tensed.
1: Uh,
2: Thanks for welcoming us in person. It makes us feel at ease.
0: Coming out to meet Amelia had certainly been calculated. While Subaru was lost in thought, A slightly confused Amelia voiced a reply, grabbing his attention. Anastasia cast a frown at Subaru, probably pondering the origins of Garfield, who was standing next to him, and Petraeus, who was clinging to his sleeve. Subaru, having spent many days frolicking with them in the mansion, was calmed down by their presence.
3: The same face as always.
0: Her gaze left Subaru for Amelia as she murmured to herself, her light-green eyes bearing a hint of ridicule. Her relationship with Amelia had changed little in the year past. A small conflict arising between them was not unexpected.
4: Well, she's just as cute as... No,
0: she's even cuter than before.
2: Subaru, don't get around with such a serious expression.
0: Hearing her response, Subaru rubbed his nose with an air of awkwardness, noting that Patrice was paying close attention to the proceedings. The corners of Anastasia's mouth lifted in a faint smile.
3: Natsuki-kun, I heard that after territory's doing well.
4: Sorry you had to catch up some pleasant news. Thanks to your troops, we survived the aftermath. As companions, we mutually support each other, right?
3: Is that so? I'm glad you think the same way. The two of us were glad you could come. It's been a while since you've seen Julius, yes?
0: Anastasia clapped her hands together. Taking an opportunity to tease Subaru, who immediately caught on and frowned. Amelia and Anastasia laughed simultaneously as Subaru grew uncomfortable, thinking that neither of them understood his complex relationship with Julius. He had tried to explain it over and over to Amelia, but each attempt inevitably ended in failure.
4: Ah, uh, it's a bit strange. Guess the woman's one of Amelia's enemies.
0: The previous silent Garfield voiced the question, making no attempt to conceal his hostility. Subaru scratched his head in helpless embarrassment, and Anastasia's round eyes grew rounder.
2: Garfield, you are not wrong, but you're putting it in a petty, extreme way. In a pretty extreme way. After all, weren't we invited here?
4: But still, won't you have to stab each other in the back one day? That's gonna sting after acting all buddy buddy.
2: That's true. Garfield's a gentle person, so I'm worried about that. Huh!
4: Who's gentle? What are you talking about, Amelia Sama?
0: As expected of him, Garfield hurriedly tried to deflect Amelia's sarcastic words. Anastasia eyed him curiously, wondering why he seemed so embarrassed when. Tell me! The wooden door of the inn was flung open with a bang. The racket was caused by Mimi, a cat girl whose lovely face shone brightly as she noticed her audience. She flew into the room and surprised everyone by firmly grasping Garfield's arm.
3: Welcome! You're so tired, you're tired, so Mimi will guide you to your room! That's where you'll be staying! Uh, hey! You're not budging at all!
2: Oi, oi, mate, mate!
4: My amazing self hasn't agreed. You're strong! What?
3: This way! That way! Hurry!
0: The petite Mimi clung to Garfield's arm and, though he should have been strong enough to break free, he was dragged along helplessly nonetheless. Perhaps she was using a secret technique, but it was the way more likely that Garfield did not want to distance Mimi by shaking her off. After all, despite appearances, they were supposed to be the same age. Hmm... Garfield allowed himself to be dragged away with little resistance, and Anastasia had a rare troubled look on her face, as did Amelia.
3: Huh? Mimi has always been lively, but even so I can't help but be surprised just now.
2: That's right. That's good. I thought you might have felt she left you alone. Not at all, that's not a problem. However.
0: After their exchange, Anastasia's briefly softened gaze sharpened. Finding himself chilled to the bone by the calm look, Subaru unconsciously moved to stand in front of Amelia.
3: I'd like to tell. I'd like you to tell me what kind of a child he is, the one who has attracted Mimi's attention.
0: The dangerous question was looked with the quiet, loaded with the quiet burning rage of a woman woman would hold towards pests and surrounded by her cute daughter or little sister it subtly conveyed that mimi was loved and although they arrived early the thought of dealing with this left subaru exhausted
5: um natsuki son, why do you suddenly have such a tired face
0: at that moment otto who had returned from securing the ground dragons and the carriage found Subaru in an exhausted state and joined their gathering at the entrance of the inn. Prestelia's famed hotel, the Water Plumage Pavilion, was tiled with wooden floorboards resembling tatami mats. This place was clearly geared towards exhausted pedestrians like Subaru, who immediately seated himself on a cushion.
4: (sighs) If you're that obsessed with me, I might get in over my head.
1: What are you babbling about all of a sudden, in fact? Why are you so restless, I suppose?"
0: Beatrice calmly took a seat next to him, in front of a table, but Amelia and others seemed puzzled at the motion of sitting directly on the floor. The long wooden desk and the large hall were all reminiscent of a Japanese-style inn, excluding the lack of an actual tatami floor. However, a true expert like Subaru found some reasons to take away some points.
4: For example? This place lacks a sliding door, and a paper door, and unfortunately, the employees aren't dressed in kimonos. <sighs> it's poor taste to resemble Ryokan on the outside, but not faithfully reduce the atmosphere. Ultimately,
0: Subaru could not sh- shake away the uncomfortable feeling that the setting was straight out of a fantasy in spite of the employees' clothing and hospitality.
4: So, my gray totals to 70 points. The place is just barely acceptable. Ah, But what's good is good, and that's how I'll judge it. I hope you will work hard to improve in the future.
1: What are you talking about, in fact? <laughs> it's kind
4: of a cheap-spirited and light-hearted kind of fun. Oh, it relieves my frustration. So, I'll be fine, even if you do let go of my hand.
1: Just to be sure. I'll hold it for a little while longer, I suppose.
4: The
0: grip on Subaru's left hand slightly strengthened, and he said no more, instead turning to face Amelia on his right. Emilia, who had been examining the strange surroundings, noticed his gaze.
2: Oh, it's so amazing, isn't it? It's only a little strange from the outside, but I feel really odd as soon as I enter it, sitting on the floor and taking off my shoes.
4: I didn't have a bed in my bedroom. I had a futon on the floor. I'd be surprised if this place doesn't have any. Would the employees let me have one? What an unusual and
5: unnecessary proposition. Or rather, Natsuki-san, are you familiar with Kararagi-style customs?
0: Otto, sitting opposite Patrice, joined the conversation between Subaru and Amelia. The phrase, Kagaragi-style, caught Subaru's attention, causing him to frown.
4: Kararagi-style? Is this building a product of it? That's right. These wafu
5: architectural styles are designs taken from Kararagi, Although their use isn't as widespread here, and Kawaragi itself designs much akin to the water plumage pavilion's
4: owner considered traditional. So why is this hotel in that style? Is it a diplomacy thing?
0: This wafu architecture was doubtlessly off Japanese design. Subaru wanted to confirm his suspicions on why that was. And as if to supplement Subaru's thoughts, Otto raised a finger and spoke. That would be because still his
5: history itself. Hotion of the Wilderness was responsible for its construction. I
4: trust you've heard of him, right? Really? I've heard a bit about this Hotion of the Wilderness.
5: Despite being born in such a dark age, he managed so many achievements. Even calling him a sage wouldn't be a stretch. However, it was because of how dazzling he was that disputes ended up happening in the first place.
0: Otto's story took place just over a hundred years ago. And Pristilia had been split between Lagunia and Kararagi cultures. Pristilia was geographically Lagunican, but its founder, Hoshin, considered himself and was considered by the world as a native of Karagarian. Lugania dis- disliked the cultural and had tried to eradicate all traces of its culture, but the locals took offence and protested, which led to several territories disputes between Lagunica and Karagari. Eventually, diplomatic relations de- deteriorated to the point where both countries had been on the verge of cutting off their relationship.
5: Fortunately, this didn't last. Gradually, regulations became more relaxed and Lagunika and Kawaragi mended their relations. During that period, import of Kawaragi's customs slowed down. It was probably due to this ordeal that Lagunika felt secure in
4: letting its security measures become more lax. In any case, it's good that the problem was solved. So, Kararagi customs can be traced back to Hoshin.
5: It seems that way. Hoshin was a person with innovative ideas from the start. His influences on ideology, technology, and legislation were immense.
4: I see.
0: Subaru drew his hand to his chin. He had received the answer he was looking for. Otto's story confirmed that Kararagi's founder father, Hoshin of the Wilderness, had the same identity as Subaru and Al a person summoned from a different world. Subaru now knew of three people who had been summoned into another world, but the timings were all off. Hoshin from 400 years ago, Al from 20 years ago, and himself from one year ago. Subaru did not understand the time gap, or why he had been chosen, and it was meaningless for him to speculate wildly. But he certainly was not alone. Just knowing that granted Subaru's heart some small salvation.
3: It would appear that everyone's enjoying this, Ryokan.
0: A tin sliding door made of wood slid open quietly, and Anastasia entered with perfect timing, stood at the other side with a smile, and standing next to her. Long time no see,
6: Emilia-sama. I sincerely apologize for being late. I should have been the first to
0: welcome you. A man with an apologetic face and a sweet, soft-spoken voice, just from hearing it, many women would assume it to be the voice of an angel, an, an amusing pipe dream, but the voice did have the necessary color, beauty, and strength. This was the voice of the finest of knights, Julius Duculeus, which existed solely to vex others' hearts by simply existing. At least, that was how it felt to Subaru.
2: Hmm. It's been a while, Julius. You look like you're doing well.
6: I am grateful for your consideration. Likewise, Emilia-sama's kindness and beauty are ever the more polished. It's as if the shade of your gaze alone strengthens his kingdom, while the rest of the world suffers a loss.
0: Subaru found his speech, as always, pretentious and disgusting. Julius turned his gaze from Emilia to Subaru. It's been a while since we met face to face.
6: You seem lively as ever, Natsuki Subaru Dono.
4: Huh! Stop with your phony attitude, it sends shivers down my spine. Subaru done on my arse, you're so transparent.
6: It's a well-known fact that you were officially recognized as Emilia-sama's knight. Your former disrespect to the position should now be disregarded by both of us. First and foremost, as a knight, are you trying to behave accordingly?
0: Watching Julius's virtuous attitude, Subaru scowled.
4: Yeah, I'm her knight now. No one thought I could do it but here I am.
6: I see. Although your position has changed,
4: your attitude
0: has not. In that case, I will make do without the courtesy. Julius dropped his formal attitude and gave a slight smile before approaching and looking down toward Subaru, who was sitting on the floor. Then, once again, long time no
6: see, Natsuki Subaru. Have you been working hard every day to be an honorable knight?
4: Do you even need to ask? After all, I was beaten horribly by someone who thought I was dishonorable or whatever.
6: It seems my reputation is being attacked. I
0: recall it being an honorable duel. Don't oversimplify it, you bastard! However, the one at fault had been Subaru. And even if he tried to say otherwise, it would only make himself look worse. So Subaru, rather than futilely defend himself, insulted Julius in a light exchange of banter. Seeing this, Julius narrowed his eyes as to say, Hmm... It seems that
6: your shortcoming have been rectified somewhat. If you learn to see things with a knight's perspective, you will go far. Emilia-sama and Roswaal-sama have an eye for potential,
0: it seems. Even so... Huh? After praising Subaru, Julius looked around until his yellow eyes stopped on Beatrice, who met his gaze steadily with her own pale blue eyes.
1: What is it? You shouldn't stare too hard at a lady, I suppose.
0: Uh... That was
6: terribly rude of me. I did not expect that a high-level spirit like you would be present here.
1: Because Betty is Subaru's partner. It is natural that I appear here. I am on a completely different level than the quasi-spirits who you've brought in. I wonder if you're afraid of me, in fact.
0: Beatrice stood with her hands on Subaru's shoulders and her chest puffed up. That grumpy attitude was based on Julius's attitude towards Subaru who was inferior to Julius in every way except one. but were spirit knights, but Subaru's contracted spirit was of a higher grade. Julius was accompanied by his six quasi-spirits, one for each of the six attributes. Great spirits were stronger than quasi-spirits, who in turn were stronger than micro-spirits. Taking that into consideration, it could be said that Subaru and Beatrice were the stronger team. However,
4: if you're comparing actual ability, we have so many faults and are such a waste of potential, we can't even compare to his quasi spirits.
1: Hmph. If he does not stop disrespecting Subaru, I will tell you what will happen if you disdain Betty's partner, even if you are a handsome young man who causes Betty's heart to waver, I suppose! A handsome man who causes your heart to waver?! That
0: was hardly what Subaru had wanted to hear, but it was Julius himself. A possible cause of the crack in the relationship, who explained the reason. Do not misunderstand.
6: Your spirit is not going to betray you. Her instinct is merely being shaken by my divine protection.
4: Your protection? Seriously? You also have one? What kind of protection?
6: The protection I have is the divine protection of gathering spirits. Simply speaking, it is a kind of divine protection that garners the favor of spirits. I also have a contract with Quasi-Spirits of six attributes. Only with the power of that protection am I able to maintain them.
1: Betty will not lose! Subaru is better than you! I suppose! Thank you! Please don't hurt me any further!
0: Although the bond of trust between Subaru and Betrace was unbreakable, he was still disappointed at her lack of a firm response. Whenever Subaru faced Julius, he would, without fail, become worked up over any of his own shortcomings. That had been the main reason for his former hatred of Julius.
3: As usual, are knights paying attention to Noski kun
6: Not at all. I am merely discussing the attitude of a knight as his senior. One's view of the Knights of the Kingdom of Agunika, may be appraised from his behavior.
3: Well, Noski kun already has a reputation as a knight, doesn't he? You're really dishonest, Julius.
0: In response to Anastasia's teasing, Julius lowered his head and nodded silently. Anastasia probably would have won anyway, only to be smug about it later. Their motions had that air of familiarity. Beatrice patted Subaru's left shoulder, while Emilia his right.
1: Don't be too worried, in fact. Looks aren't everything, I suppose. I'm glad that Subaru and Julius are getting
2: along. I'd be happy if you two became good friends.
4: Thank you for this mood, where it'd be hard to say thank you.
0: How would other people view this? All Subaru could receive from them was unhelpful comfort. He scratched his cheek with frustration as Anastasia took a seat across
4: from him. Come to think of it, why only the two of you here? Mimi and Garfield? Huh, i probably on a date.
3: It's like you said, Mimi's with the blonde child right now. Hitaro adores his sister and is probably keeping an eye on them. And Tivy is probably keeping an eye on Hitaro. That's why they're not with me at the moment.
4: Did Ricardo not come? I know that the kitten triplets are pretty strong, but isn't it comforting to have a full-grown knight around?
0: It was odd that the triplets were here, but Ricardo... That large cold blood that betrayed one's expectations for his race, and who usually handled their antics, was missing, as was Julius' brother, Joshua. Unfortunately, we're not in Pristilla just for fun.
6: Ricardo and my brother Joshua have business elsewhere. You should have met him by now, yes?
4: Yeah, and he's a lot like you. If his frame was a little steadier, he could play you perfectly. Actually, he should do that anyway. You can leave now.
6: I'll keep your interesting opinion in mind, but that would be difficult for Joshua. He is not a child well suited for excessive travel. Frustratingly, I hold
0: several concerns about him, as his older brother of course. To Subaru's annoyance, Julius took him seriously and began worrying about Joshua. Otto interrupted Subaru's awkward silence by clearing his throat.
5: <clears throat> uh, I don't mind this casual atmosphere, but now that everyone's here, could we all give introductions?
3: I'd like introductions too, since the only people here I really know are Amelia san and Natsuki-kun. I especially want to hear more about this competent-looking officer and that powerful great spirit-chan.
4: Oi oi! It's really not like you to be lacking information, anastasia sun. Is someone commissing your reports?
5: I can imagine why you'd have that impression, but I think it would be best if we don't get into whose information is accurate at all.
0: Subaru stuck out his tongue and tried to look cute, as the so-called competent-looking internal affairs minister held his head in his hands, making noises. Dodging a question by the competent-seeming officer, she gave a nod to Julius. Allow me to reintroduce myself.
6: I am Julius Juculius of the Royal Knights of the Kingdom of Lagunica,
0: Although presently, I am merely serving as Anastasia Sama's knight. Julius gave Otto a slight bow, who nodded in response to his elegant gesture. Julius then moved on to an introduction of his master, Anastasia. You are in the
6: presence of one of the candidates for ruler of the Kingdom of Lagunica, Anastasia Hoshin, the gifted businesswoman who runs Kawaragi's Hoshin Trading Company.
4: Right, right, yes! Don't just bow to an introduction!
5: Uh, It was a mistake! The momentum was overwhelming, okay?
0: Subaru give the back of Otto's head a whack, as Anastasia watched, pleased with Julius's introduction.
4: Don't be intimidated by titles! Our Emilia Tan is a wonderful candidate for the same throne, and she won't lose to Anastasia!
2: Hmm, that's right. I'm also a candidate, so I'll do my best.
4: Aww, you're so cute! I can't help but say EMT for the first time in a while!
2: I'm somewhat troubled that I find your antics calming.
0: Seeing their typical, pointless banter, Otto regained his composure and faced the opposing camp.
5: Thank you for your detailed introduction. I'm slightly late in saying this, but I am Otto Soen, Emilia-sama's Minister of Eternal Affairs. Yes, thanks to certain circumstances caused by a certain someone, a Minister of Internal Affairs is indeed what I am.
4: There seems to be bitterness about that decision.
5: Originally, I was just going to be a simple merchant, but now what has become of me?"
0: Although his voice echoed with lament, Subaru stood firm, refusing to give Otto the opportunity to escape. Anastasia stuck her tongue out, in a show of sympathy for Otto. Next, everyone turned to Beatrice. Seeing their gazes, she presented her small frame proudly, and squarely then declared,
1: "Betty is the Great Spirit Beatrice, I suppose. I am Subaru's contracted spirit, I suppose. As you can see, I rank highly both as a spirit and in cuteness, in fact. I would appreciate some delicious tea and a sweet snack, I suppose. Maintain dignity until the end!
0: It would always be in Betrace's nature to be a mascot character. Subaru pulled her into his lap and began stroking her hair while she glared, displeased.
4: Well, that's why she's a spirit in contract with me. Oh, it's funny that both of us have the same part as the butt of all the jokes, but...
6: I did believe you had good compatibility with spirits, so I will not call this unexpected. But I did not imagine a contract with a great spirit like Beatrice-sama would resemble this.
4: <laughs> don't praise my Beko too much. She's just like her family. Anything nice will just go to her head.
1: Hmph. I'm declaring my displeasure with that rough treatment, in fact.
4: Beatrice
0: gave him a look suggesting that she had barely accepted him, and Subaru tapped her cheeks in response, now that things had calmed down.
5: Well, the introductions are over, and the atmosphere seems to have calmed down for the time being, so let's talk business, yes?
0: As Amelia's Minister of Internal Affairs, it was Otto's role to take the lead in conversations like this and prevent them from being derailed. Anastasia answered while fiddling with her white fox fur scarf.
3: Well, it's our job as the host to entertain our guests. Feel free to do whatever you'd like.
5: Well then, first of all, what are your reasons for inviting us here in the first place?
3: Don't worry, you don't need to be so guarded. I'm not planning anything. A year's passed since the Royal Selection started, and we haven't had any opportunities to see each other as of late, so I thought I'd just set one up.
0: Most people would be easily misled by your gentle demeanor. But Otto was a veteran at negotiating. The conversation had turned into a battle between merchants.
5: Taking our situation into consideration, we're present here because you lured us with bait. It's only natural that we would be cautious.
3: Well, we did invite you here for a reason. There are souvenirs in Pristella that you'd want, right? Think of it as a gift.
4: How did you know which gift we would want?
3: It's sorta a company secret, Noski-kun. We'll just say that I'm an inquisitive gal and leave it at that.
0: Anastasia covered her mouth while laughing. It would be a stretch to say she was making fun of Subaru's frustration, but that was how it felt to him. Anger off his angst, Patrice could not help but sigh, while Subaru wondered how Anastasia learned of their circumstances.
2: It's not something I was hiding, so it was inevitable for the information to leak.
0: Emilia's frank admission assured a part of Subaru's worries, and Anastasia blinked in Emilia's direction, who responded by tilting her head.
2: From this point onward, I think it would be better if everyone appreciated what Anastasia's done instead of being suspicious of her.
3: Responding to your enemy in such a well-intentioned way. Besides, I'm not helping you purely for your benefit, Emilia-san.
2: But thanks to you, I have a way to find what I've been looking for. Thank you. I don't know how I can repay you, but I truly do thank you.
0: Anastasia's eyes widened at Amelia's smiling response. To her surprise, Julius, seated next to her, softened his gaze, earning himself a glare.
3: Is something strange, Julius?
6: Holographic? Oh, I was muted. I'm sorry. I was just said my really is. sorry. My bad. Oh. No, it is merely that your surprise expression is so rare. I think that it is just as beautiful as your natural, unaffected face.
3: Trying to escape with flattery. Well, I still appreciate those sweet words.
0: With the help of Julius's words, Anastasia shook off her surprise and regained her usual tone. Then she fixed a sharpened gaze on a curious Amelia.
2: Amelia-san, it's been a- Mm-hmm. I'm lacking in many areas, and causing everyone so much trouble. So I'm trying hard to catch up as soon as I-
3: One correction, your greatest disadvantage ain't that. It's that you resemble the terrifying witch from those stories.
0: Anastasia exhaled, de- exhaled deeply and smiled, causing Amelia to stiffen in shock at her sudden change in attitude. Disregarding her, Anastasia turned to Subaru and
4: Otto.
3: What about you two? Will you continue to support her? If you do, her reputation will affect your own.
4: I will, and I'll do my best too, because it's my policy to praise and support her, no matter what.
5: And because of that, most of the burden lands onto me. Funnily enough, I have no way out of it either. Ha
0: <laughs> Subaru throwing a thumbs up, auto-glaring with a bitter gaze. Seeing their conflicting attitudes, Anastasia readjusted her scarf.
3: Well, it's fine. You surely understand the value of gratitude, after all.
5: Gratitude, huh? Well, gratitude is great. You don't have to keep it in the inventory, and there's no deadline attached to it.
3: Yep, isn't that right? And most importantly...
0: Otto's words matched Anastasia's as the two each revealed the face of a merchant.
3: You don't have to put a a price price tag on it. it.
0: This spoke unanimously. Anastasia clapped her hands as Otto dropped his shoulders. It seemed that it was an established saying. Their perspectives on gratitude were chillingly identical.
3: Now, back to what Amelia-san needs. Colorless magical ore, one of the highest possible grade of purity. Yes. That's right.
2: Can you tell me what you know?
0: On the way to Pristilia, Emilia, having consciously realised that she had been acting out of selfishness, had felt guilty and had not intended to involve Subaru and Otto and the others. Nevertheless, with the opportunity right in front of her, she of course needed to act. She was closer than ever to seeing her precious family again. As Emilia held her breath for a while, Anastasia replied...
3: The best supplier of high-density ore is Muse Company. The person responsible for it currently resides in this town, Kiritaka Muse, a man whose heart was stolen by a songstress.